2: I'm Luka Doncic and this is Locked On Mavic's Podcast. No,
0: no, this no. is gonna be huge. Yeah. 360 in the contract, never that. I just take the contact, I'll bring it back. I'm running on the fast break behind the back. Yeah, this that this that this that Dirk with the mask the <laughs> And welcome, you are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks, my name is Nick Angstead and joining me as always, my co-host contributor at Mavs.com, the quarantine-ling, one more thing, King, what you got for me, Isaac Harris?
1: Well, just continue rolling on in the quarantine life right now, uh, still, I actually left my house today to go get some food, you know, back when we, we had normal life, and if a lot <laughs> of you up. If you a lot of you live uh, busy lives, you were sometimes you get tired of eating out, you know, and it's like dang, like I've just ate out too much this week. You're like four days in a row. You went yeah. through drive-throughs, like different stuff. You spent money, especially I'm, in college. Oh my gosh, yeah. And so I'm the exact opposite now, and I'm just I'm burnt out on eating out at home. Like I fix steak and you just said potatoes. eating out at home. Oh okay. Oh gosh, I'm burnout. Hey, out, it's out it's phrasing at home. <laughs> phrasing. <laughs> <laughs> Are we gonna restart the spot now? <laughs>
0: if I could stop crying. And the locked on Mavericks podcast. Never recovered after after that. And that's all folks. So it's been real. Um <laughs> What are we? This is day eight. We <laughs> I'm just gonna go find a crowded oh beach gosh. now. Um, somebody clipped that. Oh, we're not live today. We were live yesterday and we'll be alive we'll be live again tomorrow. So
1: that's true. That's true. Um yeah, I don't even know what I was going to say now. So I'm just burning out from cooking you're, you're, at home. you
0: burning out from eating eating in, right? Not eating yes. out. Yes. Eating out, you're okay with.
1: At Chick-fil-A. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you guys raising could see Isaac's face right Raising now. canes. Oh, Something I miss like raising that. canes. I, I will say, my son is, you know, he's like one <laughs> and a half. He's in preschool. And we had virtual preschool today. Oh. Didn't know even know that was possible, but it was like 20 minutes of all these one year olds on a webcam looking at each other and be like, ah, 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 and just like making noises and stuff at <laughs> each other and trying to talk. And it was adorable, but yeah, not, it was just, it was not at the same time.
0: <laughs> it, it was funny. It was cute, I guess. <laughs> On the pod today, Isaac and I are going to be going through our awards, if the season ended today. We're going through the normal you know, single-player awards that we've talked about, but we're also getting into first team, second team, third team, all NBA, all defense, and all rookie as well, because I feel like we've talked a lot about the, the actual single-player awards, but we haven't really gotten into the team-style awards, so we'll get into that. And like we said, if you're listening to this actually on Thursday, we're going to be live tonight, 8 p.m. Central Time. We had a really good stream yesterday. Um, Tuesday night, so everybody, thank you so much for joining us on Hot Mic when we did the game pod. It was super fun. We got a little bit overshadowed at the end because Luca and Jalen Brunson went live on um, uh, Caffeine. It's like a Twitch type app, and so they went live playing FIFA. And so people people jump ship after that, but it was a good stop. Understandable. Point. We, we get it, guys. We get I almost it. jumped ship on Nick to yeah. go to that. Anyway. he texted me in the middle like, "Hey, uh, we need to. I want to go. I want to go watch them play FIFA." But <laughs> It was a super awesome stream. Uh, we, we're up to 314 followers on HotMic. We're 16th on the whole app, so let's get locked on maps up higher on that. Uh, this is just like Himalaya, right? We'll, get, we'll take you know the number one spot, basically. Hopefully, we'll get there eventually. So, but we're gonna do a live mailbag tonight on you know uh, Hot Mike so you can join. There's a link in the description of this podcast. Use the code Nick Follow Nick Live mailbag. So we need you guys. We need you guys to actually ask questions because we're not taking them on Twitter. We're not taking them on. You know, uh, you know the iTunes reviews or anything like that. Right now, we're taking them just on Hot Mike. so you have to be there, be live, uh, and get to see a live Locked On Maps. So, uh, everybody that joined basically yesterday, we did uh, 30 minutes, which was the the actual podcast you heard yesterday, and then we basically did another hour of Game Pod after that, which was pretty fun. I thought uh, everybody that was joining in had some fun. So, uh, if you guys need something to watch, come watch us on Hot Mic, and we will do a live mailbag tonight, 8 p.m. Central Time, Thursday. March the 19th. All right, let's get into these awards, Isaac. Since there wasn't a lot of news today, MVP we've talked about so much. It's Giannis. Uh, I don't think that anything changed
1: in the time that we've taken
0: glad. I'm glad that you're admitting that. I have never said that he wasn't. Yeah, that's true. That's true. You haven't. I have said that maybe LeBron is in the conversation, but I have not said that Giannis is not the MVP. Rookie of the year goes to John Morant. You know, Zion's played 19 games. There's just no way you can. (laughs) There's no way. Somebody will try to give it to him, though. This is not like the Joel Embiid uh, Malcolm Brogdon thing, right? Like it's just not even close. John Morant's so much better. So Will they hand out awards if they call a the season? Man, I guess at some point they'd have to sanitize them first before they give them to somebody, but Will it like forever have the asterisk? Are you at the point where you yes, watch I'm there, mo- movies or t- you're watching movies or TV that are old and you see people crowded in groups and you like cringe? You're like, Oh, those people shouldn't be doing that,
1: right? Yes. Yeah. That more than people. Are <laughs> they? Are ha- seen... they
0: shake hands? Right. <laughs> no. no.
1: I think. Yeah. The in groups and stuff for sure. For sure.
0: Especially if it's like like I watched an old like Colbert clip where you see an audience and you're like, oh man, those people should not be all in the same room touching all those seats and stuff. But it was from like a week ago, two weeks ago. Well, we man. watched Outbreak on Netflix a few
1: weeks ago. I feel this like that was a few a weeks ago, and. It's it's a great movie and stuff, but we're just we're just in like the sponge mode right now of trying to soak up the information. Uh, there's a difference right now between educating yourself and then just feeling like you're drowning in it. And what I've told like y'all know I work in a church and some other uh, young adult high school people that's kind of freaking out and stuff right now. I'm like, hey, educate yourselves. But if you, if you feel like you're drowning in this anxiety, fear, scared, you know, scared of all of this stuff pull back, wade in the water a little bit, and take a break from it. You might not need the news on 24-7 yeah. or on Twitter. Uh, you know, Hit it in spurts, make sure you're educated, but uh, anyway, this took a serious turn real quick.
0: But yeah, anyway. I was wondering where you're going with that. Things are changing fast. They're not changing that fast. You can step away. We did that today, my wife and I. needed. I started looking at the budget, and I started looking at this next month, and uh, we're going to be okay this next month, and the month after that with you know no basketball and everything, things are going to get kind of weird for us, so... Uh, man I feel for all those people out there that are working in service industry Working at restaurants Man uh, I saw the old restaurant I worked at in Dallas That that has like a GoFundMe page um, For David Seafood and Grill So Because they're not open <laughs> They're people that work there and Need that money You know Basically that's their full time job So uh, Man I really feel for all those people And for all of our listeners out there if, Again We say this all the time If you need something If you need um, You know Some moral support If you need a friend or somebody DM us on Twitter Let us know And, uh, you know, hopefully we can be there for you in in any way that we can. All right. um, Coming up, let's get into the rest of these awards. Six-man defensive player of the year, uh, most improved coach of the year. And then we'll get into the team-type awards.
2: The NBA playoffs are right around the corner. And Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late-season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: All right, Isaac, let's get into the rest of these awards. Sixth man of the year. I think it's a three-man race, basically. Um, Hmm. I think it's between two of the Clippers guys, obviously, uh, Montrezl Harrell and Lou Williams and then Dennis Schroeder, I think has a real good case to be sixth man of the year and honestly I think Dennis Schroeder's going to get it because I think the Ooh. two the two clippers guys I think will cancel each other out because you can say in an MVP type race that oh Anthony Davis will cancel out you know LeBron or maybe an all-star or something like that but I think sure. it's in sixth man I think it really will because these guys are so close Montrez and Lou Williams um so that's my thought on this but maybe it'll just go to whichever one gets the most first place between Montrez and Lou Williams
1: yeah I know I feel like I still I feel like every year I, I say the same thing now and a lot of people say Lou Williams but it is kind of crazy when you look at it because uh, both him and Montrez um, both you know average 18 points a game and you know Lou shooting 36% from three but obviously Montrez gives you defense rebounds and all that stuff so I really do think they could uh, kind of cancel each other out a bit but I still lean Lou I don't know why but Schroeder definitely did. And I feel like more people like Lou in Montrez compared to Schroeder. Schroeder's got a lot of hate over the past couple years. Yeah. Just people thinking he's, you know, overpaid or overhyped, whatever. And and I, I like that he's had a good season for OKC. He's been a really important part of their team coming off the bench if you've gotten to see, you know, watch a, a lot of OKC games.
0: Yeah, I did this a little while ago. It may have changed slightly since I did this. But when I was on lockdown NBA and I did this, um, OKC has played 42 clutch games, and Dennis Schroeder has appeared in 39 of those clutch games, and they're 27 and 12. Um, so he's there. At, he's, he's finishing games out for the Thunder. And uh, Montrez Harrell and Lou Williams, the Clippers have played 28 clutch games, and Montrez Harrell's finished out 27 of them, and Lou Williams has finished out 24 of them. And so, I mean, if you look at just that, I mean, the amount of clutch games that Dennis Schroeder's been a part of, he's playing in those crucial minutes. Uh, to me, I think that gives him a slight edge over the other guys.
1: And he's he's .3 points away from being the leading scorer on the team. Yeah. Uh, SGA leads the team in scoring 19.3 points a game, and Schroeder's at 19 even. And a lot of times, like you said, they run this three-guard lineup of Chris Paul, Schroeder, SGA, and uh, these fours sometimes. So, I, I, okay, you you swayed me. Schroeder should get it.
0: Yeah, or just give it to both the Clippers guys, right? Like the sixth and seventh men. <laughs>
1: yeah. I think Schroeder should get it because I don't think OKC is going to get anything else. Right. Uh, I don't think Chris Paul is going to be an All NBA guy. And... Oh, you don't? No, I don't. And oh, I think, God. I think they, I think he needs to. They need to be rewarded with something because yeah. nobody thought they would be where they're at.
0: The three um, other guys maybe you could consider is Derrick Rose, Goran Dragic, and Jordan Clarkson, in that order. I think. Goran like Dragic, six man on a really good team. Derrick Rose, you know, really high scorer on the Pistons, and Jordan Clarkson, the Jazz. All right, Defensive Player of the Year, it's one person. I think this goes to Anthony Davis. What? I was say
1: Giannis,
0: hands down. You think Giannis, hands down for yes, sure,
1: no doubt, one hundred percent. You don't
0: think that Anthony Davis matters to the Lakers defense more than Giannis matters to the Bucks defense? No. With LeBron, LeBron doesn't play defense.
1: Oh, okay. Now we're going to – I'm all here, all here for Lakers fans trying to pull this card now. And then in the same breath be like, hey, you know how good LeBron is still at defense when he tries? You know how good he, he can be? But then it's like AD for defensive player of the year. LeBron's trash. You know how old he is? He can't play defense.
0: Oh, man. That I seems, think this is honest. Hands that's, down. That's uh, – I knew exactly. That's the way you'd respond to that sentence. <laughs> I was like, oh man, this is going to trigger him so bad. <laughs> no, I think I think that Giannis has some I think Giannis has better defenders on his team than Anthony Davis has on the Lakers. Right now the Bucks are the number 1 defensive rating team and the Lakers are number 3. They're right up there. Uh I did this on Lockdown NBA again, but the past winners for for um defensive player of the year. This is where their team ranked in def- in defensive rating. Gobert last year was number 2 with the Jazz. Gobert the year before, Jazz were number one. Draymond the year before that, Warriors were number two. Kawhi with the Spurs, he wanted back-to-back years. They were number one and number three in defensive rating. Joakim Noah with the Bulls, they were number two. Marcus Gasol with the Grizzlies, they were number two. You have to go all the way back to Tyson Chandler with the Knicks, uh, and they were number five. what did you say the Bucks were? In, in defensive rating. The Bucks right now are one and the Lakers are three. Uh, and the Raptors are two, so it's it's kinda hard to find somebody from the Raptors that deserves it. So I think it's either between Giannis and Anthony Davis. I gave Davis the slight edge because I think Brooke Lopez is also up there too in uh you know Defensive Player of the Year. Okay. I almost want to go. But there's go no far other Lakers as... is what I'm that's my only point.
1: No. I almost want to go as far as saying that I think Giannis will lose more votes in MVP than I would than Defensive Player of the Year.
0: Interesting. So you think he takes both?
1: Oh, I think he takes both for sure, yeah.
0: That'd be cool. That'd be cool for him. Yeah. I'd, I'd be all up for that. I think also, the Lakers, people might think the Lakers need to get something too. It's more than just like All-NBA.
1: They're going to have two players in All-NBA teams. They're going to be like the only team.
0: that was. I'm just saying, players. I think that mentality is out there.
1: But hey, Nick, they're going to get the
0: title. If there is a title. Oh, okay, most improved, I think this goes to Brandon Ingram. I don't think there's really even any other I mean you could you can make the Luka Doncic case for sure. Yeah. You can make the Trey Young case, probably. Um you yeah. can make a Devontae Graham case, even though he's kind of fallen off. You can make a really weird Markel Fultz case, but um Brandon Ingram, I Ooh, think
1: I'm, I'm here for that angle. The
0: Markel Fultz angle is he went from an unplayable player to a playable player, right? Like the the gap between where he was as being a negative and then, you know, not even playing to it's almost you're almost giving him comeback player of the year with the most improved award, right? With Markel Fultz, and he became, you know, their point guard. So
1: here's the angle of Luka Doncic. I don't think this I don't think this should even be a conversation. I think it definitely will, but I think it should be in the bag. Luka gets this award. He moved from I mean, just looking at the jump he had from last year to this year, right now. Last year he averaged twenty three points, eight rebounds, six assists. Right now, he's averaging 31 points, 10, no, it's per 36, my bad. Where's
0: I was going to say, head? he didn't average 23 points last year.
1: Last year, he averaged 21 points, yeah. seven rebounds, six assists. Right now, he's averaging 28 points, nine rebounds, eight assists. He has the, he's in the MVP conversation. We're talking about a top five, six player in the league. He has his team in the you know, five, in top five or six teams in the West, seven. They're in seventh right now. I just think what he's done, the leap up to the MVP category and where he's, yeah, I just think it's all, I don't think this should even be like, I think people are going to overthink this and it should they shouldn't. This is Luka's award.
0: Oh, yes. No, and I'm saying Brandon Ingram is going to get it. I'm not saying I would give it to him. I think I would give it to Luka. But I yeah. think there's the there's the stigma that, well, Luca just got the ball more, right? He got he's got the ball. He became the point guard this year for real. You know, he got some help and he became a better player. Where Brandon Ingram, people were writing off Brandon Ingram left and right last year. He was just not even a player people thought was you know, had the potential to be an all star even. And then he became one, right? Again, that this has been my argument the whole time is that the gap between where Brandon Ingram was and where he is this year, between where Luca was and where Luca is this year, is bigger. And that's what I think voters are gonna do, and I think they'll give it to Brandon Ingram. But
1: let's see it. I I I lean towards mainly because I believe that, but also because I look at the past winners of the award too, and Giannis and Jimmy Butler and Jokic, and it's when these guys turned into actual stars, like superstars in the league up there to that top 15 player. I think Brandon Ingram... Became an (laughs) all-star. Yeah, yeah. I think Brandon Ingram went from, you know, what, a top
0: 50 player to a top 30 player? I don't even even think that. I mean, remember at the time of the Anthony Davis trade where people like yourself were trashing the, you know, the... The amount of players that you know the Pelicans got, it's like no, none of these guys are going to be stars and Lonzo and Ingram, you know, all these broke players, and then all of a sudden, Brandon Ingram becomes an all-star.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, I think there's a difference between squeaking in as an all-star and being an MVP all-star starter like Luca.
0: Squeaking in.
1: Yeah, I I just think there's a difference there. I I love what Ingram he's has done. He still made it in sure. the West. You know exactly. I'm not I'm not trying to take away from because I like what he's done and I like watching him play. It's just I think what. Somebody jumping from no All Star up to being an All Star starter, an MVP player, and the stats back yeah. it, and the team is in like you know, top seven, you know, in the playoffs
0: right now. I think that's that's huge. I mean, but. don't make me argue against Luca. I mean, <laughs> you know, what are we doing here? <laughs> okay, Coach of the Year, quickly. Uh, I think it goes Nick Nurse. I don't think there's any other. One that I think
1: Bud gets consideration for sure.
0: Yeah, I just I think Nick Nurse is, the narrative is so strong with losing yeah. Kawhi and becoming a technically a better regular season team without him. Uh, I think that is just such a strong case. The way that his team plays, how you know they really do rely on coaching because they've missed so many players due to injury. You know, all their rotation players have missed ten, fifteen games here and there, and it's not been all at the same time either. Uh, Bud will get consideration. You know because the the bucks are so good. Spolstro with the Heat, Taylor Jenkins with the Grizzlies in the, kind of the same way that that Nick Nurse will uh Frank Vogel with the Lakers because of the non-drama. I mean, right? Like just the fact that he's gone through this all whole the year off the, all the off-the-court stuff that they went through China. Uh, stop, stop. Frank
1: Vogel stop, leading them stop, through, stop, you know, the tragedy of Kobe and stop. it's just stop. all the off-the-court
0: stuff. Vogel Don't you bring could, Kobe into this. Billy Donovan with the Thunder. <laughs> I think should also Probably sure, yeah. get some consideration, but I think Nick Nurse runs away with it.
1: All right, I think if Milwaukee could have hit the seventy mark, which is going to be sad if they yeah. Hit, well, okay, well, nobody's going to hit that now. But yeah, if you know, if they if they it would have been sad if they hit like sixty eight wins and he still didn't win Coach of the Year and Nick Nurse you know won that over him. But yeah, I think it's Nick Nurse for everything he said.
0: That would have been his third Coach of the Year though, Coach Butt.
1: Yeah, he'd be like the Peyton Manning with coaches. But Peyton eventually won it, though.
0: He'd be like the John Madden of coaches, right? Like, Yeah, that's true. All right, coming up, let's get into the All-NBA Awards. These are the ones that we haven't really talked about yet. Um, All-defense, all-rookie, all that kind of stuff coming up next.
2: The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late-season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league – Helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
0: All right, Isaac, let's get into the rest of these awards for the rest of our time here. Hey, you didn't do it Executive of the Year? I think it's Lawrence you, Frank. You want right. to do it? Yeah, yeah, I think it's Lawrence Frank of the Clippers.
1: Yeah. Also, how many players are how many teams are there in all rookie?
0: Two. There's two teams all rookie. Let's just get rid of all rookie first because I think it's just a complete crapshoot. I mean, I so know, my first team well. is John Morant, Zion Williamson, Kendrick Nunn, Rui Hachimura, and Brandon Clark. Interesting. It's my first team. Zion's played 19 games. I'm throwing him in there. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I think Zion and Ja have to be in there for sure. He's just been so much better than all the other guys. Uh, my second team is R.J. Barrett, Eric Pascal, Kobe White, Terrence Davis, and Tyler Hero.
1: I was waiting for Kobe White on this. I'm like, you better be putting him. He's
0: got to be White. in there, yeah. Uh, you Th- said Tyler Hero, right? I did say Tyler Hero. And Terrence Davis, the Raptors, I think, too. He's the only guy not averaging double-digit points on here, but I think that his impact on the Raptors has been you know, good. I know Good we like to, to
1: make fun of the we like to make fun of the Knicks, but RJ Barrett has to be considered
0: a little bit. He's second team for me. I got I, Oh, okay, okay, you said second him, team. My bad. Yep. Well, who do we have different? Did you put Tybal? I have Tybal. Oh, yeah, I don't have Tybal. Okay.
1: I have Tybal on uh my second team. Did you put Eric Pascal? Put Pascal
0: on the second team. So, who do you not have
1: on second team? Terrence Davis? Well, I need one more I need one more person for my second team, and I was like debating between a bunch of dudes, but 'Cause I had Ja, I had Zion. Who do, I had okay, Kobe. let's just go
0: through. Who do you have on your first team? Is it the yeah, same?
1: Jaw, ja, Zion. No, I had Kobe White, my first team. Uh RJ Barrett and Tally Hero.
0: And on the I first had,
1: team? Yeah. I don't really like how I did this.
0: Kendrick but. Nunn starting on the starting on a playoff team. I know yeah, it's I'd kind of a ceremonial starting spot, but
1: I'd put Nunn in there. My bad.
0: Uh and um, Brandon
1: Clark. Yeah, I have Brandon Clark on there too. Brandon Clark, Tyball, Pascal, Washington. The only yeah, one I, don't I didn't put on there Washington either. was Rui. And for some reason I thought he missed a bunch of games and well, I guess he is averaging thirteen and six. Yeah. But He's good. Yeah, I guess Rui would have to be on there. He's okay. good. There's all my rookie stuff. So basically yeah. It's a uh, No cam reddish? I just want
0: to make sure I didn't know. No, we, that 20, that one twenty-eight point game did not get Cam Reddish on. By the way, Kobe White, without those three thirty-point games, would he be on there for you? I don't know yeah, if he, he would. I, he's I don't know a, if he would be. Good season, get out of here. I don't know if he would. He's be. a steal. He is a steal. Uh, okay, I don't want to talk too much more about rookie. Uh, all defense. This was tough for me. Oh God, this was. Beyond. All defense is always hard because, to be perfectly honest, I'm I don't feel like I have a good grasp of understanding how good. Defenders are, and you have to, and to do that, like I know how good defenders are in the Mavericks because I watch every single game, but to understand how good defenders are across the league, like you have to really watch footage. And so, I'm kind of taken from a lot of takes from a lot of people. Uh, I was gonna say, I
1: didn't even do this one, I'm just letting you take it, and then I'll chop. So,
0: here's my, my, you know, rudimentary (laughs) two teams Marcus Smart, Ben Simmons, and they do do two guards, two forwards, and a center on all defense. Marcus Martin, Ben Simmons as the guards. Giannis and Anthony Davis as the forwards. And then mm-hmm. I have Rudy Gobert as the center. It feels pretty airtight. I don't know if there's many players. Did Porzingis
1: you... get any love over no. Gobert?
0: No. Um, <laughs> That was a shame shamer frame from yesterday, but no, he will not get. Uh, and then my second team is just players I think are good at defense that I think have had good years. Kyle Lowry and Chris Paul. The Raptors, the second best defense in the NBA. Somebody's got to make it on here. Uh, Chris Paul, you know, has has had a really good defensive year this year. Jason Tatum, the Celtics are fourth in defensive rating. I think he deserves to be on here. Pascal Siakam, I also threw on, and then Bam Adebayo.
1: That's good. I was going to say Bam should get some love on there somewhere.
0: There's probably cases you can make for a lot of. I mean, probably Kawhi will get on here just because of name recognition. Uh, But it's going to suck. And they're fifth in defense rating, by the way, so when you're looking at
1: awards for Miami that there's a, there's a chance that they just walk away with nothing. I know as far as I know. Like, anything, and they're going to be a really good, you know, possibly what the fourth seed in the East, if we come back and like getting Jimmy Butler, depending on how you work out some positions, getting Jimmy Butler on all NBA team and like even third team is kind of difficult. And they might just be looking at like a Kendrick Nunn or Tyre hero
0: for a, one of the all rookie teams. And that's all. They'll they probably have. both make it, but. The, yeah, well, the, 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 the are more like, you know, a collective group, right? You have Drogic, Butler, Bam, you know, like you have a bunch of guys, like Duncan Robinson, bunch of guys doing things. Whereas some of these other teams, like the Mavericks, you have Luca, who's just a standout player above all the rest. And so he's going to get stuff, where, whereas some of these others aren't, you know? Yeah. Um, when you do it in the team way, you don't get individual awards. It's kind of how it works. All right. All NBA. We could probably do a whole podcast on this, but let's just get through this. Um, it was first, it was first impossible. team shouldn't
1: be a shouldn't be a discussion, right? Yeah, it was
0: impossible for me to remove any of these players from first team. Two guards, Luca and James Harden. Okay, the only thing that would, would remove Luca or James Harden is if LeBron would be a guard, which he is a point guard, but he's been a forward his entire career listed on these ballots, and so I just yeah. threw him in there as a forward. So I put Luca and Harden, LeBron and Giannis, and Anthony Davis. See, I
1: did the whole yeah, I put Anthony Davis at the power forward spot and mainly because And you took out LeBron? Record. No. I put Anthony Davis on second team.
0: Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah. Who's your center on um, first team then? Joel Embiid. I put him on third. Third? Yeah. But I have Dang, Anthony Davis well, okay. on first so that already knocks him back one, right? I
1: would I kind of dove into the Jokic versus Embiid stuff, and Embiid just has better stats than everything. Of but Jokic the Nuggets are just around. so much
0: better of a team. That...
1: True. I, gave, I give Jokic credit in that way. I, I would take Embiid's defense over
0: Jokic. True. All the stats are better than Jokic. Jokic's been way clutcher. He also started off the year bad, right? And, and Embiid's kind of now ending the season bad. So it doesn't, it, you know, the momentum True. is behind Jokic in that way. I have True. Jokic on second team. I have Joel Embiid third team for center, and I have Anthony Davis one. I think Anthony Davis played enough center that he could be a center.
1: Okay. I, mean, I, I don't. I don't think they'll consider him a center, though. The fact that they start him with Dwight Howard and yeah. they play him with Howard and McGee and stuff, They might not. I think, and he won't make it over LeBron or Giannis. No,
0: so. I don't think so. Uh, second team.
1: This this started this, this started the interesting debates on this because I have one person that I feel like you're you gonna be surprised. I have.
0: Um, okay, so I have Jokic at center. We already talked about that. I have Kawhi and Siakam as the power forwards. Okay, or so as the Kawhi- forwards.
1: I have Kawhi and Anthony Davis.
0: Yeah, and then for my guards, I have Lowry and Chris Paul. Ooh! <laughs> wow! I'm giving it to the Wiley vets. Second team. There's just. There's not. You know, like you can't put Bradley Beal on here. His team's not good enough. You can't put. You know, Steph Curry, he's not playing. You can't put Kyrie. Like, there's just so many guys that are out right now. Like, you can't put Kemba. He's missed so many games. Like, Kemba's missed. He, he's only played eight more games than Paul George. <laughs>
1: yeah. Right? Like, there's I actually just have so two many guys, guys you that you haven't even mentioned yet as my two. As your two guards? Yeah.
0: Okay, who do you have?
1: Damian Lillard and Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook. Let's go. Yeah. So, I did, I did the player comparison. I did a player comparison <laughs> of six players. I did Lillard, oh, Lowry, man. Mitchell, Jamal Murray, Kemba and Westbrook, and I just think I hate that I'm backing Westbrook on this, but what he's done statistically, do you do you also know this one surprised me the most? <laughs> Russell Westbrook has a better shooting per, field goal percentage than all the than Lillard, Lowry, Mitchell, Murray and Kemba.
0: Does he take less threes? Well, yeah, for sure. That's why. I mean, he's he's going yeah, he's going to the cup all the time. Also, and the other guys are taking threes, right? Like field goal percentage. That's why. A lot of like, analytics made guys about say Russ's field goal things. percentage shouldn't even matter because if you're taking more threes, if you're, taking, if you're shooting 37% from three, it's going to take down your you know, field goal percentage no matter what. But
1: in our heads, it's this whole like Russ shoots stupid shots all the time and he has all these bad shooting percentages. He's actually cha- like, changed that curve of him of saying, yeah, I'm not going to hit three, so I'm not even going to take them anymore. Yeah, he is at, he's, he's averaging 3.8 so a why game. why is DeRozan it,
0: not on here? Derozan has better numbers than because a lot of those other DeRozan guys. DeRozan's
1: team sucks because <laughs> it's the freaking Spurs and you know going down. I just think what Westbrook has done. Yeah, he's averaging more. You know, one less point than Dame, but he's averaging twenty-seven points, eight rebounds, seven assists, forty-seven percent from the field. He's taking more shots than all of those guys. He's taking twenty-two, almost twenty-three shots a game right now. So I just I, I don't like taking up for him, but. I think what he's done over the past two months for the Rockets, especially when Harden's kind of went in and out a little bit, I think he's changed his game a little bit, and I, I think he should be rewarded for that. I was I was saying he should have been an all-star before you know all-star stuff came out, and he did, and I think he should be one of the all-NBA guys too. Man. What's your like is your only argument against Westbrook not being on here because he sucks at threes? <laughs> no, I have him on
0: third team. <laughs> because his team's like I mean, the team's really good. I have and him on he third team. That's crazy numbers. I him on third team. I just think that what Lowry and Chris Paul have done for their teams is more important than what Westbrook is doing for his team relative to how good they are. Like the Thunder and the Rockets have the same number of wins, right? And they and the Rockets have yep. James Harden, right? So I just I like I put Lowry and Chris Paul ahead of him. I have Russell Westbrook third team. Okay. Where'd you have Damian Lillard? I don't have him on here. <laughs> this man
1: is like in the playoff hunt for this ace spot and he's averaging
0: 29 a game. I know, they have 29 wins. I just I agree, yeah. I can't, man, like that's 11 less wins than the Rockets and the Thunder and and that's 12 less wins than the Jazz. I mean, that's a lot, right? And for sure. at some point you have to Man, that's just so hard. Okay, so my third team I have Mitchell and Westbrook Okay, because I didn't get Gobert on here, and so I had to have a I had to have a Jazz. I I also, you know, take that into consideration. You know, if a team is good, you sure. have to have some rep, some kind of representative. I think, so I put Mitchell on here instead of uh, instead of Damian Lillard basically. And this
1: kind of depends on how you know we view it too. Of if you want to reward, kind of go the All Star stuff. If you want to reward, you know, guys like a Devin Booker, a lot of people are going to yeah. be pushing for Trey Young. And I even looked at last year's All NBA team. You know. Um, winners I guess selections and you know the first two teams pretty much all players from winning teams the third team is where it gets funky and you get a couple players in there normally that you know like LeBron you know was third team last year but the team sucked Blake Griffin was on there they you know they squeaked into the playoffs I think but uh Blake Griffin was on there it wasn't you know just the top teams in the league so if there is one of these guys like Brad Beal, Bill. Brad Beal's averaging thirty a game yeah. right now, and I mean I could hear that case. You know, Trey Young, people will try to make that case too, but I lean your direction too. I would rather reward somebody like Kyle Lowry for everything he's doing for Toronto, who's you know averaging basically twenty a game, nineteen point eight or something seven. So I have uh, I have Lowry and Donovan Mitchell as my
0: two. Okay, so you don't have Chris Paul in here at all.
1: No, I really wanted to. I I really really wanted to because I think he should. It's really weird I've bashed Chris Paul and Russell Westbrook for so long, I but I feel like now they're getting underappreciated for what they're doing. And well, Chris Paul's gained it a little bit.
0: In the same vein as Dwight Powell, they've been put in better roles, right? Chris Paul is better yeah. as the wily vet with, you know, some younger guys around him to try, to, you know, to carry the load when he's off the floor, but then Chris Paul just comes in and clutch and kills it. And then Westbrook yeah. just literally spread out the floor and let it let him drive and that's what he's going to do. So, um, my forwards on the third team were Jason Tatum and Chris Middleton. Uh, I wanted Middleton, Middleton
1: and Jimmy Butler. I wanted them on there so bad. I know but it's, I it's just, one of the two, but it's it's also one of these things where I had Anthony Davis at forward, so yeah. it pushes people down. So I had Siakam, you know, he like if they put Anthony Davis as as a forward, which I think they will, that means Kawhi, Anthony Davis, or Siakam. One of those three is going to be on the third team, and that's just. Not right. I know. They should They should do away with positions, uh, which still, I mean, you're looking at Jokic or Embiid being on third team at that point if they did that route anyway. But um, So, yeah, I have Siakam, and then I have Jason Tatum. At the beginning, I had Kimba Walker as one of my guards, but then when I really looked into yeah. Kimba Tatum, I'm like, okay, I'd rather give that to Lowry, and Boston still has somebody in Tatum. Tatum has had, had a really good year, by the way, and it's not just like Boston hypeness over it. Speaking of that, I had a what's worse for you. On the Game Pod the other day, and it was like Chris Mannix versus somebody else, and now I can't remember. It's like your favorite media people.
0: My favorite, Chris Mannix versus uh,
1: Skip Bayless. <laughs> <laughs> which, which is worse, Nick? Which is worse? Um, and then for the center spot for me, I, I, I this is kind of going on your Anthony Davis thing. I really, really want the bonus here. Oh, and I know his percent. <laughs> like it says, Miles Turner on Basketball Reference, which that's not the you know tell off everything miles Turner is 100 at center but also says sabonis has is like 78 percent at center well, yeah he was
0: their backup center right like when miles turner goes out sabonis stays in and he's the center
1: so i want sabonis but if sabonis can't then gobert goes there
0: yeah yeah i left gobert out i have joel and bead there in the third team um sixers have to be represented at some point i mean by one of the two guys i don't know if ben simmons on here but i threw joel and bead yeah. on Um, So, yeah, there you go. My first team, Harden, Luka, LeBron, Giannis, Anthony Davis. Kind of cheated, but I think he'll get on his center because he's played enough. Second team, Lowry, Chris Paul, Kawhi, Pascal Siakam, Nikola Jokic. Third team, Donovan Mitchell, Russell Westbrook, Jason Tatum, Chris Middleton, Joel Embiid. That means my snubs are Damian Lillard, Rudy Gobert, both the Heat guys, and Bam and Jimmy Butler, Kimball Walker, Damanis Sabonis, Bradley Beal, and then I guess Trey Young. Yeah. People get mad if you don't mention Trey Young for things. Okay. Go, uh, go through so yours real quick and then we'll finish.
1: Uh, first team, Luca, James Harden, LeBron, Giannis, uh, Joel Embiid. I think AD is a forward. <laughs> Damian Lillard, Westbrook, Kawhi, AD, Jokic, second team. And then I have Kyle Lowry, Donovan Mitchell, Siakam, Jason Tatum, and Rudy Gobert as the third team.
0: Obviously, this goes without saying at this point in the year since it's March and there's no games being played. But what a weird year, right? Like, without Durant, without Curry, without Clay, without, you know, Kyrie, like, it's just so weird. Like, some of these guys getting on here Donovan Mitchell, um, you know, Chris Paul again, Kyle Lowry coming back again. It's just so weird that, like, Luka is an automatic number, like, first team. There's no questions asked. It's just so wild, like, the year that we've had this year. Um, And that's
1: what, that's, that's another thing we have to remember, too. That if Steph comes back next year and has this monster year, Blake Griffin then, out too, Paul George injury. Yeah, if Steph comes back next year and has this monster year, like there's a small chance that Luca might not be an All Star starter next year. Even though if he has a crazy amount of um, like a crazy year and stuff, because yeah, Steph, I I think he yeah we got to make him an All Star captain next year I mean that's that's the goal I mean he has to reach that point next year and that will be our lifelong goal as the as the
0: pod is to make that happen yeah always 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 but yeah what a crazy year there you go that's our awards as if the season were to just finish right now and they would give out the awards next so uh guys remember we're doing a live hot mic stream live mailbag tonight on Thursday 8 p.m central time check Twitter and you'll see us on there. Use the code Nick Van Exit when you download the app. It helps us get paid. Oh, we really appreciate it. Guys, thanks so much for listening to Locked On Maps. Right. Peace out. Boom.
2: Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.